Blog Talk Radio. Get ready for another episode of Sherry Clip with your host, Sherry Johnson. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Sherry Clip. This is going to be an exciting night. I have a really great guest on tonight. James Farish will be joining me in just a minute. Um, but I do want to give a big shout-out to Brian and Davian, who Brian is my other host on the Brian and Sherry show, and he recently had an anniversary and is going on vacation to Disney, and I just want to give a big shout-out. I hope you have a safe trip and come back real soon because I want to see you and talk to you again in January when you're back and hear all about the lovely trip. And I hope that all my listeners out there have a wonderful Thanksgiving because that is just around the corner here, a couple more days. And, yeah, I I can't even believe it already. It's Thanksgiving. But also I want to give a big shout-out to – I, I've been following this guy, Kirk Sells. He, now, he is a rapper out of Chicago, and he goes by the name of White Cheddar. And I don't know if you guys have seen him online, but he is walking for a cause. Now, he is actually walking from Chicago to Compton, California, to raise money for kids after school programs, which involve music which I think is really spectacular. Um, He's been walking now, and he's been giving us a lot of leads on what's happening, um, what towns he's been going through, and people he's meeting along the way. It's a real interesting thing that he's doing, and he's doing this by himself. Let me tell you, I don't know if I could do that. But he has 81 days left to raise $25,000. So far, he has raised $1,135. So he has a lot to go. A long, long ways. So I am going to be sharing his fundraiser, and if anyone's interested, you know, check him out. It's, it's really neat. He's been doing live videos every single day showing where he is and how he's doing, and um, it's just a real amazing journey that this guy is on, and what, what he's doing it for is just really amazing. But I don't want to waste any more time because I have a real awesome guest on tonight. I have James Farish. Now, James, are you with me? I'm here. Great. Well, welcome to Sherry Clip. We're so excited to have you on tonight. Can you give our live listeners a little insight of who you are and what you're about? Uh, definitely. Um, so I'm one of those random wacky stories. Uh, I was originally born in Mississippi, and I grew up and graduated college and went off to seminary. And I was in the ministry and in the academic world for about five years. Um, And when I was there, I I had this crazy bug in me that always wanted to act. And so I approached my wife one day and I said, I really want us to to go to New York and I really want to pursue this thing. And she said, why not? And so we left, we left the ministry, we left the academic world and we traveled to New York where I've been here for about, um, I want to say about uh, two years actually. Wow. Wow. So this is fairly new for you. Yeah, uh, I've, I've been here. Um, I came here and graduated from, uh, I got accepted into the American Musical and Dramatic Academy and went, uh, was part of their integrated music theater program for about 18 months. And so, um, and so traveled, uh, I'm sorry, hold on real quick. 
I, I'm so sorry. Um, I, uh, I'm sorry. Okay. I went to the Integrated Musical Theater Program and graduated in about 18 months. And so I've just been out uh, about a month and so kind of hitting the ground running. Wow. Well, now, yeah. now what exactly do you have planned for your future? What, what do you see? <laughs> where, where would you like to be? Let's put it that way. Sure. Um, well, my, my path is angled towards TV film. I mean, I love being on stage. I love acting. I love singing. And it was, it was really fun to learn all the styles of dancing. Um, but ever since I was a kid, I really wanted to go the TV film route. Um, and as, as silly and funny as it is, I have always wanted to go into the science fiction fantasy route. Um, that was played a very big role in my life when I was a kid. And so my dream, a uh, true story, my dream, there is a, uh, a note on the fridge that says my road to Comic-Con. Um, <laughs> my, my dream is to one day be associated with a Marvel production and DC production, something that kind of goes into that science fiction realm that was so that was so big for me as a kid. So fingers crossed. That's, uh, that's kind of the path, but right now it's taking the appropriate steps to, uh, to make that happen. Right now I, I'm looking at your Facebook page and I see you have a captain America shield. Is I, that what that is? <laughs> so one, uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, that is, that is a, that is a made captain America shield. My friend, uh, Wade and I, he is a welder. And so he was that friend that we all kind of have in somewhere in our lives that said, I want to do this crazy project. And so we bought one of those red sleds from, you know, that you've seen on National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. And we <laughs> went and welded this shield and cut it, painted it with the uh, auto uh, car paint. And uh, we made a Captain America shield. And so that was, uh, that was, that was oh a good gosh. month of our lives that we dedicated to it. <laughs> that is pretty awesome, I have to say. I'm looking at it, and it, it doesn't even look like it looks real. It looks like the real thing. <laughs> it, the funny thing is it's, it's one of those things you carry with you, and especially living in New York now, I don't, like, have a nook where I can <laughs> hang that. And so my wife goes repeatedly, what are we doing with this? And I'm like, no, I've got to keep it in the closet because one day I'm going to need it. Obviously, one day I'm going to need this thing. And so – it's it is tucked away safely in a closet, and I just haven't I haven't been able to convince uh, really anyone to be able to <laughs> hang it up as art yet. But one day. Oh, now is that is that a character you would like to play? Is something like Captain America? You know, I, Captain America. I, it's it's funny is um, I've, <laughs> it's funny that I, I love the, I love the Captain America thing, but I, as you can imagine, with all these Marvel movies coming out. Um, I am geeking out. The 12, 13-year-old inside of me is geeking out because there is the possibility for my very favorite superhero uh, with a guy called Silver Surfer, and he was this guy that was all silver, and he surfed through the stars, and we're, as we're going through these Marvel movies, it's going to happen. And, I, and you just know from wherever you are, there's a 12-year-old me that will be cheering when that movie is announced. So that is – I would love to oh, yeah. play if, – if, if someone's listening, I would love to play Norn Rad, the Silver Surfer. But if not, I'll take his wingman if need be. <laughs> that is great. Now, have you ever played anything like this before, like on stage? Or have you been able to even get close to being like a superhero anywhere? Or? You know, really, I, um, I got to do uh, – I've got a friend of mine um, – who's doing some really cool work. He's, he's kind of writing, uh, writing a piece about superheroes. And I've, I've had the chance to do some reading 
Um, really amazing, really amazing stuff. He's kind of doing more of the psyche of what a, how a superhero feels. And I've, I've gotten to do some reading stuff for that. But as far as TV and theater, no, I am uh, not much, not, oddly enough, not a lot of science fiction theater out there yet. And so I'm looking forward to hopefully that kind of opening up in the next bit. Um, but no, I, I've played roles, uh, when it, especially on stage. I was Seymour in Little Shop of Horrors. Um, I was, uh, my AMDA did, I know, AMDA did um, kind of a rendition of uh, How I Learned to Drive by amazing, this amazing play by Paula Vogel. But I was Uncle Peck. And if anybody has read that piece, uh, Uncle Peck is kind of the creepy uncle. And so that was the guy I played. Um, so that's, that's kind of it. Currently, that's kind of what I've played. I've played those, those kind of darker roles um, and some of the lighter roles, like with, you know, uh, the Hardy Boys and the mystery of where babies come from. I was Mr. Hardy. And so I've, I've been able to play kind of an interesting variety of roles so far. Wow. Well, they, they sound like interesting roles, though, still. It's you, you know, it's, really it's amazing because I'm, I'm kind of a leading man with, with a lot of quirky. <laughs> I'm pretty quirky. I'm pretty nerdy. Mm-hmm. And so the, the opportunity to kind of tap in to, you know, just some darker roles has been an amazing uh, it's been an amazing journey to kind of be able to stretch myself and, and really get in the head and really get into that mindset of character development. Um, and so it, it, it was an amazing experience, you know, every time I get to be on stage and hopefully the more times I get to be on stage, that kind of journey and process of really making a character my own. And um, so, yeah, it's been, it's been amazing to see how that journey has taken me from the guy who played Seymour to these more kind of serious, darker roles. Right, right. Now, I have heard of the um, monologue slam, I think it's called. Have you heard of that in New York? I have not. Um, that That's actually um, a place in New York City where you can go and you can, um, be, you know, do a 30-second, um, what do you call it, to be casted for okay, like, wow. some of these shows and stuff. Yeah, you might want to look that up. It's called um, The Monologue Slam. Um, Philip Galinsky, um, he actually um, is one of the judges there. And he's, okay. I'm Facebook friends with him, but you can also look it up online. Um, but I think that's something where I think you would do great at. You go in and you perform that 30 seconds. I'm not sure what they call it, <laughs> but uh, they are looking for people to come in and audition. So well, why not? Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's, and that's been my favorite thing about moving here to New York is that it's just so ripe with opportunity. Um, I've come across three or four great organizations that ha- are really doing creative things and really putting, uh, allowing young artists to kind of get out there in front of casting directors and to get noticed, um, as well as, you know, stretch that muscle of of monologuing and memorization and kind of developing their craft. So, yeah, um, thank you so much. I'll definitely look into it, but it's just another sure. great example of how it's so accessible here in the city. Right. Right. I mean, I, I can't even imagine. I mean, you, you have so much talent and we just really oh. have to help you get out there because <laughs> I mean, thank you so much. It's, it's hard though. I mean, you hear a lot of people, you know, trying to get into these, but they don't know where to go. Like how, Right. You know, I, I, I read up on people all the time and they're like, well, you know, I'm trying to get into this or that, but they don't know about, you know, things like the monologue slam. And yeah. 
I'm actually trying to find that information for you right now. Um, New York <laughs> Castings at the Man- I'm sorry, it's called the Manhattan Monologue Slam. Okay. Okay. Um, they have like different dates that they do these castings, and you go in and do the the little acting stuff. I don't know what you call all this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. You, I, you I'll definitely I mean. look into it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, I believe. There is one coming up December 19th, 6 p.m. I'm going to send you this information that I have. Excellent. Thank you so much. Right, right now. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> and um, now, do you have a portfolio that you could send people and stuff? Or? Well, right now, as you can imagine, like right, being, uh, being so fresh, being so fresh out of this conservatory, uh, you know, that's been my major phase is, working up that, uh, Oh, I just got your, just got your link. Thank you. Um, is been yeah, is building yeah. that up. And so trying to network and market myself. So developing a website, uh, which is www.jamesparish.com. Um, I'm also, because I have so much of my life, uh, was around being a chaplain. Um, I actually do that still. It's just a different way. So if anybody wants to get on Instagram, that's backstage chaplain, all one word. Um, and I kind of, you know, continue that motivational approach uh, to letting people kind of, you know, just to encourage people. Because like you said, as you, can, as you can imagine, especially in the city with this field, it can get difficult. It can get lonely. It can get disheartening at times. And so um, I try to continue that work by encouraging others saying, hey, I'm, I'm on this journey with you and let's go this, you know, let's travel together and let's help each other when we can, but push each other when we, you know, are feeling a little bit weak. So um, those are the two major ways to reach out to me right now. Yeah. Oh, that is really great. And to just say that one more time, where they can find that information about you. Yeah, well, my website is www.jamesfarish.com, all one word. And my Instagram handle is backstagechaplain, all one word. Great. That is perfect. Now, um, <laughs> we, we do know someone. Um, there was a girl from Orange is the New Black that show was actually casted from this monologue slam. Oh, wow. Okay. So, yeah. And if you, I, I sent you Philip's name as well. So you can look him up yes, on Facebook. So um, he is just amazing person and he does a lot himself. Um, but he's definitely someone to get to know. And um, to do that monologue slam is, is big. It's big. <laughs> I really wanted to tell you about that. <laughs> thank you. Thank yeah. you. You're welcome. Now, um, do you have anything that you're working on now? Well, the three major things, uh, three major things that I'm kind of trying to circle my life around is just a matter of networking, you know, going to events, getting to meet people, um, being part of Actors Green Room or one-on-one, and, and really trying to use those contacts to just to get to know people and what what resources they found have been successful. Um, and so networking a lot, marketing myself with websites and Instagram stuff and trying to, uh, trying to take better, you know, better headshots and making sure that people also know those headshot art, those headshot photographers that I'm using. Um, and then the final one is, is practicing. And so still memorizing monologues, even if I'm not auditioning, kind of keeping that muscle fresh, uh, as well as, you know, because of the roles that I could play, trying to also balance that with working out and taking care of myself. So it's been it's kind of a, a loaded thing, but, you know, but in the meantime, also trying to take advantage, I've been able to 
just for fun uh, and to develop a greater appreciation, I've actually done a little back, little background work, which is pretty easy because there's not much acting in it, but uh, you meet a lot of great people and you hear a lot of great stories and doing that kind of background work uh, for TV shows, you develop a really unique appreciation for all the work that goes into producing and writing and directing and how long, you know, and arduous the process actually takes. So I've been doing a lot of things to keep myself busy, so to speak. Right. Now, do you write your own little monologues to practice and stuff? Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes I do. Um, And a lot of that is based on, you can kind of see those little mini monologues uh, on that Instagram. That's, those are kind of things that I'm, I'm, I'm usually working with in my head and, and talking in the mirror about, and I end up just, you know, writing them down and finally putting them out there. That's great. Now, does, do you ever practice on your wife every now and then and see if she, like, catches on to, like, this new oh, character you're wife. trying to be? My or... poor wife. Uh, my, as anybody, anybody that's either in a relationship like... – <laughs> anybody that's in a relationship with someone in this field or married, you know, it's, it is so, it is so refreshing to have someone that, that pushes you and that encourages you all, all the way through. Um, but yeah, just last night, you know, I, I had to do a video uh, submission for an audition and I, this poor girl, I had, I, she had to take me. And so we were going through the lines and she would be like, Hey, Hey, you missed the line here. You missed this thought. You, you didn't make this choice. And I, and I was, and I love her, and at the same time, I'm like, oh, to show that weakening process in front of your loved one is humbling, so to speak. And so she catches on to it every now and then. She knows when I'm, when I'm trying to pull one over on her, or at least, you know, maybe one of our conversations, I'll be like, ooh, I'm gonna, I might use that for one of my future things. And she's like, you just make sure to quote me. And I'm like, okay, you know, I'll quote you. So, but she's actually, she's actually in the medical world, so she doesn't have to deal with the insanity that is – the, the realm of acting in New York. <laughs> uh, but, you know, her her job's real serious, and you said you're you're, you're funny because, you know, it, it probably works very well for her. She gets to come home, and here you go, putting on a different little bit about yourself. <laughs> it, is, it is a little daunting, that, like, that, uh, that talk at the end of the day of, like, hey, how was your day versus how was your day? And so she was, you know, she works in cardiology, and I, I remember one day, it was a Wednesday specifically, she Ooh. said, I asked her how her day was. She's like, well, we had to open up a patient bedside and, you know, wheel them down the hall. So she actually had her hands inside another human body, you know, making sure they don't die. And I said, well, oh. I was three different people today and I sang. So, you know, we can decide who had the really bigger day. <laughs> she funny. often wins. Uh, see, she needs. She needs you like that, though. You know, you need to come home and have some sort of comic relief. <laughs> it's a nice balance. That's, that's I feel like it's a great balance. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Now, who, what type of actor do you think you're most alike? Hmm. You know, I, like, I find myself, I find myself when I when I look at people that I that I often. Uh, act like or my quirks are still there I, I think of someone like John Krasinski uh, John Krasinski was of course the Jim from the office and I look at his career oh, yeah. and I see and I see kind of a, a leading man but kind of quirky and so I find myself 
kind of looking at the path that he went. Chris Evans is another interesting example. Chris Evans was is this leading man type, but he also kind of started more in the comedy route, and then he ended up with these more serious roles. Um, and so I, I find myself leaning uh, leaning towards those of those who kind of had this comic uh, this comic background, but because of that was able to really launch them into you know later serious roles. Um, that really developed them as, you know, who they were, the, fan, the amazing actors they are today. Right. Right. Now, did you, like, when did you know you wanted to be an actor? Like, you said when, <laughs> when you were younger, but, like, yeah, um, do you know about so I when? Was raising, yeah, I was raised, I can, I can honestly tell you I know exactly when it happened. Um, I was raised in Mississippi into a very conservative household, and just just from where I came from in Mississippi, there wasn't a lot of outlets um, for for people who wanted to go into acting. Or, or I didn't even really have the language uh, at ten years old to describe. Like you know, I love to perform. Um, I remember when all my when I was ever whenever I was left at the house alone, um, uh, maybe during summer vacation or, or something like that. I remember specifically at ten years old pushing all the furniture back in the living room. And putting on uh, the VHS singing in the rain. And I remember dancing and singing all over the, you know, all over the living room to this thing. And then when either I heard the garage door go up, it's that my parents were coming home or I was done, I would move all the furniture back so that no one was the wiser. And I had absolutely <laughs> no reason to hide anything. Like my parents would have been shocked or anything like that. They would have not, they would have been even confused. They probably would have celebrated it. But for some reason in my mind, it was, no, this is something that I've got to kind of keep tucked away for whatever reason. And, uh, and so when I told my mother, you know, at the age of my early 30s, uh, that I really wanted to go into this, she was like, well, yeah. Well, yeah, of course you do. Like, this is kind of who, you, who you've been. And I was like, I wish someone would have told me this years prior. This would have really helped me out in those kind of like, you know, what am I going to do with my life talk? But it's been a it's been a fun journey so far. So, um, but yeah, it was around ten years old. It was Gene Kelly singing in the rain, watching him go all over the stage with uh, "Make Him Laugh" and sing. You know, that, of course, the song "Singing in the Rain" and just dancing all over the living room. That was uh, that was what got me. And then and then I saw Seven Brides for Seven Brothers, and I was just I was it was done after that. <laughs> just done. Now, who who inspires you nowadays? Ooh, great question. Um, you know, I'm <laughs> I'm continually inspired by Hugh Jackman. Uh, not just because the comic book nerd in me is like, ooh, Wolverine. Um, I'm inspired by his <laughs> career, by the uh, by the choices, just by the choices he's made. You know, he's this amazing actor who um, has done you know the comic book movies, and that's kind of where he really made his mark. But he's also a singer. He's also a dancer. He also does these great things. And, um, you know, he went into this kind of, not later in life, but a little bit later in life, to when he really started kind of his career started picking up. And so I look to him, um, trying to think who else. I I was also, I mean, rest his, rest his soul, I was really just a fan of watching, watching people like Alan Rickman. Um, seeing how they approached roles, seeing how different they were and the, the amazing choices they made. I look at people like Brian Cranston, um, who, you know, every role they're in, they just bring themselves to it and their interpretation of the character is so rich and strong. And so I, I find that those guys 
Um, and, and my goodness, I, I could go on and the men and women uh, I could talk about like that. They, I'm, it, it really is amazing, especially when you turn on to a certain movie, um, Helen Mirren, um, these people that you watch and you're just like, oh, Judy Dench. Like, you're like, oh, my gosh. Like, I, you just want to glean wisdom from their feet. Um, and so that's, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I guess that's kind of a, a longer, longer answer. But it's, it's amazing watching these people and not just watching them and, and seeing the characters they portray, but going, okay, now what, if, what are they doing backstage? What are they doing off camera that no one else is seeing that's, that's aiding in this process? And I think that's what really grabbed me was what is the stuff that I can do? What is this that I can keep that the audience will never know? But when I'm auditioning, when I'm on that stage, when I'm in front of that camera, I know that they're solidifying me as a better actor and a better character for this role. And so it's, it's just those little moments that are, are so quick um, and precise that I think those, those that I mentioned and, and so many more that I didn't do so well. Mm-hmm. Right. No, that's amazing. And you have such insight when you see other people and you can learn from them from different movies they've done as well. And like, yeah. different types of acting they've had to come out and you know do, do they stick along the same type of acting you know in each movie you see them in and um no it's really great that you can pick up on these people and you're you're, you're seeing them and hopefully someday you'll be standing right beside them now that's where we want that's, to get you right <laughs> that's that's the hope that's the, that's always the hope <laughs> That's it. Now, um, James, I'm just going to take a short break um, from our sponsor, and then I'm going to give you a couple minutes to say what you need to say at the end, okay? All right. Sounds great. All right. Everyone just stay tuned. This episode is brought to you by iPrepGenius.com. iPrepGenius believes every child is capable of genius. We seek to help teachers select the exact apps geared towards common core learning standards that maximize a child's potential to learn. For more information, visit iPrepGenius.com. Okay, we're back. Um, I am here with James Farish. And James, you're still with me, correct? I'm still here. That's awesome. And that was just a few words from our sponsor for our show tonight. Thank you very much to our sponsor. That is a really great thing. And um, I'll just give you another minute. Just please share your information again so people can get in touch with you um, and everything. They can check you out. This way they can find yeah. you again, okay? Yeah. Um, uh, you can find me on my webpage, www.jamesferish.com. That includes... Uh, just some current things that I'm doing, some current shots, as well as uh, another way to get in touch with me on email. Um, and you can also look at my Instagram if you want to follow. That'd be great. Uh, Backstage Chaplain, uh, C-H-A-P-L-A-I-N. Um, and that's where I kind of just put some thoughts and encouraging words for people that are also on this journey. Now, James, can people also find you on Facebook? Would that be okay? They can to, if they, can if they so desire. Um, as you can imagine right now, I don't try to send – spend too much time on Facebook just because uh, they're often, you know, days it loses its mind. Um, but yes, you can definitely find me, James Farish. Uh, start a conversation. Let's go grab a cup of coffee. I- I'd love to hear about anybody else's story and journey in this, in this crazy world. Oh, that's really great. 
That is awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show tonight. It was it was a huge pleasure. And please don't forget me when you become famous, okay? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I, I thank, you, thank you so much for having me. And um, for anybody out there listening, I, I can only say that I started this journey when I was 31 years old, and it took me 21 years to get to that point. And so um, if I could be any encouragement to anybody that, you know, just why not? Why not go take this risk? If you want to act, go. Um, we live in a city in New York that, that's so accessible for it. And so uh, if anybody, if, you know, if I can start this over at 31, any, literally anybody can. Um, so it's been an amazing journey. And thank you so much for having me on the show tonight. Oh, you're welcome so much. And thank you for coming on because we really waited a long time to have you on. And, you know, if anything comes up, if you want to come back on again, just get in touch with me, okay? Will do. Thanks so much. All right, great. You have yourself a great Thanksgiving. And everyone else out there, have yourself a wonderful Thanksgiving. Like I said, it's just in a couple of days. And please check us out on com, And on there you'll find all of our guests and people we've had in the past for the Brian and Sherry Show. Um, Sherry Clip will also be, you know, I, I'm part of the Brian and Sherry Show. So if you check it out, um, you can see probably some of the guests and stuff that we're doing and what we're up to. So this is exciting. And we'll be back again um, this coming week with Brian Jagger. Um, so look forward to that show. Um, that's the t- tomorrow at 9 p.m. on the Brian and Sherry Show. So, everyone, you have yourself a great night, and thank you again, James, so much. We'll talk to you soon. Have a great one. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Sherry Clip. For more information, visit us online at www.briansherryshow.com or facebook.com forward slash sherry dot clip. See you next time.